Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 86 of the Alfie Wattam Technology Podcast. Um, as always, this episode is of course sponsored by weloveAlpha.com. If you recruit software engineers and you're looking for your next hire, go to welovealpha.com to find the best engineers and developers across London and the UK. Um, so today um, I'm joined by Mr. Jared Mooring. Uh, Jared, could you give us a little bit of an intro, mate? Tell people who you are, what your background is and, and all of that good stuff. Yeah, sure, Alfie. Thanks for inviting me onto the uh onto the podcast. Yeah, so um, just a little bit about myself. So I work for a company called uh, GFK, uh, Growth growth for, uh, growth for Knowledge. And um, we're basically a, a global leader um, as it relates to market research solutions. Uh, we've been in the in the game for about 85 years, can you believe it or not? And so wow. we, um, we within uh, the business have been working on scaling and transforming from a technology perspective. So you can only imagine taking a company that sort of had its roots from the early 90s um, all the way into building out modern um, modern software solutions. And so... How I fit into the picture is my role here is uh, head of uh, engineering practice. So I'm really responsible for the 700 or so architects and engineers that we have uh, across our uh, tech and data uh, business. And my responsibility really is to make sure that we're focusing on how we build out our software. Mm -hmm. And building out software is quite complex. Um, and I'm, I'm really proud of how we've actually approached this because having somebody responsible for this um i think really makes a big difference and obviously it's got so it's, it's everything's got its, its challenges um but uh, but i think the way that we've embraced that and the culture that we've started to create um is is something that we are hugely proud of and one of the things that i think um is most important is the people side of um of the business and and i i'm hoping that we can really dive into that today alfie Awesome. And um, you also have a podcast, don't you, Jared, where you um, have similar conversations as well. Could you just tell the people listening about that as well? Yeah, I do. So um, thanks for letting me letting me plug that. It's called the, the Brennan Jared Show. And and we we started off um, basically as as workmates. And I used to work for a private equity firm where um, I was running their software engineering team. And I um, I moved on from that company and stayed in contact um, with one of the guys there. And we started talking every week or every couple of weeks, really, um, just about career, things that we were struggling with or challenges and looking for advice from each other. And it kind of grew into something that was really deep. We came away both really energized from the conversations. And what we thought is that, you know, if we're if we're talking about these things, then maybe other people are talking about them or should be talking about them because we go into quite a lot of deep topics. Um, and what we what we're really trying to do is to make a really positive difference in people's lives. Um, and we're 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 definitely not as big as you yet, Alfie. So hopefully we can get some um get some <laughs> get some more listeners on board. But for us, it's really about trying to make a positive impact in people's lives by talking about hard things. Um and that's something that I'm, I'm pleased to say that we do we do quite well and the 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 response and the feedback so far has been quite positive so um if people have a chance then yeah check it out the, the bread and jared show awesome and spotify apple where, where, where do you host it where yeah i mean we're we're on all the major um channels um apple podcast spotify yeah we we're everywhere 
Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, um, Jared. I wanted to um, delve deeper into some of those topics, especially around the people side, because so often I have people on the show and all we talk about is technology. And um, and that's great. It's, it's great to discuss software engineering from a, a deep down technical perspective. But um, it's not just about the technical skills and the technical language. It's also about the, the, the personality, the people, the culture and all of that um, is equally as important as well. So be keen to get your expertise and perspective, um, both from the point of view of higher developers and also engineers looking for their um you know either first opportunities or looking to advance and, and excel in their in their careers as well so um, if we start with your hiring manager hat on um you've got a large team of, of engineers and, and architects and so on um obviously each role is different when you're recruiting and and um each individual um needs to have different types of skills depending on the role but what are the common threads Jared that that you look for when when recruiting are there any behaviors any um green flags the opposite of red flags and anything great that that sticks out to you which makes you think great this is a person that that we want in our team which other people listening can then you know take that advice on board and apply it to their interviews so I think one thing that probably separates good from great because we can get good developers and good engineers coming in but um Every business obviously wants great engineers. And I think there's a couple of ways of, of, of approaching this. You, you, you've got to have something in place to recognize good engineers and turn them into great engineers. And, and we can dive into some of that um, a bit later on. One of the things for me that does separate good from great, though, is genuine passion and enthusiasm for the topic, for building out and solving problems. Um, quite often, and I've done so many interviews, I see people coming in and they're going to be a little bit nervous so there's an element of that hiring manager having to create a really safe place for somebody to actually just have a chat I don't like having or using the term interview I actually just prefer having a chat having a conversation with somebody because we're people at the end of the day we're we're social creatures we're meant to be conversing um, and not feeling as though you're under a microscope or you're being spotlighted or under pressure um, so one of the things that I I typically work with my hiring managers to try and do is to make sure that we're creating that environment but then also we're, we're looking for people who just have that passion because you can teach people you can teach people the skills needed to create um good software mm -hmm. it's hard to teach people who don't want to be there who just see yeah. this as being a nine to five a bit of a a bit of a day job what what we're really looking for are people who just ooze this passion and this excitement. And that's what I've seen in my experience sort of separates that, that good from great. And typically you can see that people, people will come into interviews and they'll have done their research on the company. They'll, they'll have prepared something. And I've been in interviews actually where somebody said, look, can I just show you, can I just screen share some of my ideas, some of the that's things cool. that I've been working on. And they might not have been the most fantastic engineer, but for me, that's, that's what I want. That's, that's what we need um more of in the business because that creates a culture and it's hard to create culture isn't it i mean um people say that they can create culture and and whatnot but you have to have the people there um that are capable of building uh building that out so i think that's probably the one thing I, that i'm always looking for it's people that are genuinely passionate um about their practice about their craft it's about wanting to just excel and do the best they possibly can it it um it blows me away. You mentioned about doing research, and um, obviously, 
if somebody does a lot of research about something and, and it's something that they're interested in, that will, that will bleed into passion. But it blows me away so many times where candidates will go on, on an interview and they don't know anything about the company or, or, the, or, or the hiring manager or, or they haven't done any research. And because of that, it's pretty hard to, <laughs> to have a passionate conversation if you're... Um, it's hard to be confident, isn't it, when you have a lot, you know, not much information um, in in front of you. It, it it is, but but equally, depending on the type of candidate that you're interviewing for, as well, some some seniors, uh, I would have an expectation mm. that they'll have done that. Some juniors or some graduates who you end up meeting, they're nervous. This this might be their first ever interview, and they've been, they probably haven't slept the night before because. They're so nervous about it and if you're a good hiring manager you can pick these things up um a lot a lot of technology for me is about people it's the biggest the most difficult problem for us to solve the technology is the simple piece it's the people it's being able to understand and communicate with with individuals and 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 i think being able to create that environment and tease out some of the um the things that people really want to discuss and um, perhaps they're just not confident um, in in discussing. That's that's where you really get the um, that's where you get the gold from. Uh, so I can't put enough emphasis on trying to just treat people like people, as opposed to just a checklist of things that we need to go through um, and score people sort of one, one, one to ten. It's much more about having that really engaging conversation and just trying to get the most out of people. Yeah. I saw something on LinkedIn the other day. Um, I can't remember who posted it, but they said um, interviews are just conversations. Um, and it applies exactly to, to what you said a moment ago. Um, interviews are just, just discussions. It's just two people or a couple of people speaking with each other. Um, and when you when you look at it from that perspective, um, it's uh, not, not you know, it's be as nervous perhaps as you, as you would be. Um, you mentioned culture uh, a second ago, Jared. Um, what is important to you when 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 building culture um and i suppose the second part of this this question um after covid everybody's working from home the majority of the time i would say in in, in the tech world um certainly even hybrid companies are, are more remote now than they are in, in the office for the most part um and that creates a separate set of challenges and, and opportunities for, for for building culture but um what advice would you give to, to people that are looking to build culture within their, their teams you know what's important to you I think it, I think it's hard to go and build culture. You you absolutely need to have the right people um, in place. And by the right people, I mean again people that are genuinely passionate about creating something great. Um, you need to have the support from from executives as well, because yeah. I think a lot of executives, certainly in my experience, have just said we we want this type of a culture, but they don't want to support that culture. They don't want to pay for, put the money behind investing in the culture. So this is this is for me is very important it comes from the top down we need to have the money available for us to get people in to speak and create events we need to be able to go out and talk at events we need that all costs money so we need absolutely to have that that financing and support from behind us but then also that executive level the executive level sponsorship is is just so 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 important that enables the people to actually do it. Um, again, it's about letting people be creative. Don't constrain people. You, some of the most innovative ideas I've seen have come from not having a set of constraints around certain things. I mean, um, I, I can think back to some of my days back at Yahoo when we were told, okay, you've got 
this amount of money, we're going to tell everybody that they've got effectively an entire day um, to spend socializing and building out their skills and their networks. What, what are you going to do? How, how would you solve that particular problem? Mm. Uh, and we came up with an unconference and that was a brilliant idea. It was an opportunity for people to on the day, come up with topics that they want to talk about and then go and talk about some of those topics. I mean, that comes all the way from the top down. So I think having that buying that support is really, really important because if you're trying to do it bottom up, delivery pressures, et cetera, are always going to get in the way. And so you you don't have that 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 avenue and that opportunity. So I think for me that's that's one of the key um the key things. Okay. A lot of the things that we just talked about there are aimed um perhaps at tech leaders and um engineering managers and and that, that sort of thing. Um a lot of the people um watching the show are very much in that transition phase of moving from a hands-on engineer into a, a leadership type role. Um, if you think back to perhaps when you made that 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 leap and started managing people and, and running teams, what what advice would you give to people that are looking to make that step up and, and move into a leadership type position? I think the number one advice that I give people is start doing the job. Don't wait to be given the opportunity. Start doing the job. Start finding opportunities where you can get that experience. If you wait for that door to be open, you'll be waiting a long time. Um, it's hard to progress through an organization. It depends on the size of the organization, but quite often it is quite challenging to progress quickly through that organization. So as soon as you see an opportunity, lean into it and actually start doing some of the things and then showcase and talk about to, you know, um, to, to your manager, et cetera, about the things that you're doing, offer up ideas. You know, these are the types of things that you need to, you need to be doing to make yourself stand out. It also makes the conversation easier when it comes to identifying that right talent as well. So instead of it being a, okay, let's go and interview for the talent, you should be the person that comes top of mind when that vacancy does become available. Create the vacancy. You know, like it, for, for me, this is, this is again, a culture thing. We, we as leaders need to encourage that type of behavior as well. And we shouldn't feel defensive when we see other people trying to, um extend themselves we it should it should all be um we should all be working towards the same thing we're all one big team let's 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 sort of facilitate that culture so my number one piece of advice would be start doing start doing the job start yeah. finding those opportunities and start doing it I, I would completely second that. It's um, in, in my last role before I launched my my company, um, I went from running a small team of five or six people to um, doing a much larger role where I was running a, a business unit of about 60 people. And um, I was doing that job for six months before I had the, the title or the responsibilities because nobody else was doing it. So I, I put my hand up and I just started doing it. And um, obviously there was, there was some pushback. Um, but after doing it for a few months, I was, I was sort of known as that, that person that, that does that role. So when they did start to look for somebody, um, it was a two minute search because they, they kind of put lucky's already doing exactly. it. Like, might as well pay him for it. Um, so yeah, do, do the job that you want to do, not, not the job that you're doing. Um, it, it's a good way of putting it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What about um, people that have made that leap and then they want to make the next leap? And it's not about managing engineers or, or, or hands-on um, workers. It's about managing managers and leading leaders. Um, quite a different 
a position in, in, my, in my experience and a, and a very different set of challenges it, it comes with. Um, you've got you talked talked a moment ago about how um, some of your hiring managers within your team of um so you are and the 700 you obviously must have a big team full of uh, leaders and, and layers to that hierarchy um what about the people that start managing managers what what, what different set of uh, principles and, and advice would you share with them i think the number one thing is to to always maintain you need, you need to maintain that human aspect of things as you go higher up as you progress further and further up that hierarchy, um, the more and more distant you get from what's actually happening mm. uh, on the ground. Yeah. So, so the conversation gets diluted down. I'm a big supporter of having skip interviews, a skip, sorry, not skip interviews, skip, skip meetings and having constant contact with people who are close to the problems as you get higher up, you're facing off with the business and there are different challenges. There's political challenges. Um, there's ego that gets involved. There's there's a lot of that stuff that you need to start working at how you manage. The people aspect of it, you just have to treat people well and you need to set people in a direction, but not prescribe the steps that get taken to achieve an outcome. Set a direction and let people make their own mistakes. And when they make those mistakes, be okay with that, right? So it, it's about doing exactly the same as what you've been doing, but on a bigger scale, don't, don't change anything except maintain that contact. You have to maintain the contact on the ground. Otherwise, you're, you end up working on somebody else's set of priorities. And so that for me is something that I always encourage people to do is to maintain that contact and and just go and take people out for a coffee, organize sessions. As you get higher up, people, you, you carry a lot of weight and you carry a lot of energy. The more present you are in some of these, um, in some of these situations, the, the, the better the culture that you end up creating um, as well. So I think a lot of it is just maintain that human aspect of things. Um, that for me is just absolutely important. Yeah, I, I used to have a lot of no agenda meetings with, with my old team where we would just grab a 20 minute coffee and and I'd ask how they're doing. Immediately, they'd start bringing up whatever projects they were working on. And I'd, I'd go, no, I, I don't care about that. How, how are you doing? You know, what's what's happening with you? How's your how's your, your missus? What's what's happening with, with, with life? Um, that, that that to me is one of the most important management tools that you can use to, to, to build a team which um, which stays with you and, and, and um, retention. I want to talk in a second about um, advice more specifically for candidates but just finishing off on the um on the last piece for i suppose more leaders um when it comes to retention when it comes to keeping people within in the business um obviously it's a crazy competitive market at the moment um you know tech shortages demand and supply what what tips would you give to people that perhaps are losing people in their team they're not quite getting the tenure out of individuals that, that they want they've got a bit of a rotating door um, within their organization you know what, what advice would you give to increase retention Create opportunities internally. Recruiting for talent is expensive. It's time consuming. It costs a lot of money. Create create opportunities internally first. And if you're not creating those opportunities internally, then why not? Um, I'm a big believer in lateral movement and try we try to create an element or enable quite a lot of mobility within the organization. Um, it's better to have created that culture and to retain that talent though through through those ways as opposed to going and looking going and looking elsewhere so 
create the opportunities elsewhere. And instead of, for example, of a senior engineer leaving, going out into the market and recruiting a senior engineer, look at the talent that's already inside of your organization. And maybe somebody's six months away from yeah. actually being a senior, promote them anyway, put yeah. them into the role and support them. Yeah. Yeah. People will, will learn a lot faster by doing it rather than just reading it in a book. Right. And then, and then training and training and training, and then eventually doing it, you yeah. know, baptism by fire. Um, okay. So um for for the I suppose more junior level candidates watching this, junior developers, people getting into graduates, getting into their um, their first career, what what tips would you give when it comes to their their CV, their their resume? Because you must look at um, loads of different CVs. You you must have in your mind red flags which discount somebody from from getting an interview. You know the CV is a gateway to an interview. The the interview is a gateway to the to the job. But if we strip it back to, to the CV stage, um, what what should or shouldn't candidates be doing when, when putting together their, their, their CVs? I think a lot of it comes back down to the passion. I mean, that passion and that personality has to ooze in the CV. That's difficult to do on paper as well. I, I completely understand that. But you need to be able to show off some of those projects that you've um, that you've created, whether that's at university, but ideally the side projects. Show that you're contributing back to some open source projects. Contributing to open source projects is hard. My advice is always with start on the documentation side, go and document some things. And because documentation is the thing that always gets left behind. Nobody wants to do that, but it's the most one of the most valuable pieces. So Go and do that. You're, the, the maintainers of that project are going to be so grateful that somebody's spending time creating documentation. Just go and do that. So again, for me, it's about you might you might only have some work experience or you might have only just come out of university, but mm. you need to have that portfolio built up. And the and the more that you can actually showcase, um, the the better in my in my opinion. But you also just need to show that you've got a life as well. Um, so have that personality really shine um really shine through but i i actually think that um junior engineers and, and graduates are a bit of a disadvantage because we need to also educate the hiring managers and businesses mm -hmm. as well um to put more of an emphasis on taking chances on people so that's one of the things that we've that we've we've actually done at gfk i mean we are investing quite heavily in a big recruitment program around bringing in graduates and juniors and building out a graduate framework whereby we understand that people come out of university um, and don't really know what type of aspect of technology they want to get into. And some, 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 some people come out, they spend three years at university thinking they want to be a software engineer, when in fact they want to go and do infrastructure or they want to go and look at security. And so the risk that we end up having, uh, the, sorry, the risk that we end up running is that we put a square peg into a round hole. Yeah. So, we we need to get better and this is why i'm proud to kind of push the point around what, what we're doing it's bringing in graduates creating them a framework and creating a platform whereby they get exposure to the different aspects of building software and building building out products get them exposure to actual product managers maybe maybe they thought they wanted to go and build software but they're really creative and they want to go and build the products themselves you know so yeah. so i think that's that's one of the big aspects um sort of for me that's a good piece of advice. I see a lot of people that are in the wrong tech job. They they really should be in in tech testing, support, product data, um, and they and just do engineering because that's that's what the, the thing is to, to do. But it's so much more than that, isn't there? And there's a sunk cost fallacy associated with that as well. They they've spent three years um, at university. They spend another one or two years becoming an engineer, 
and they think I've, I've, I've kind of done this for so long. It's scary going into doing something a bit, a bit different, but why not change it, enable people to get exposure to these things earlier on and facilitate and enable that is my opinion. What, um, what do you wish you did um, when you were starting out your, your, your career di- differently? You know, I suppose in, in hindsight, hindsight's a wonderful thing, right? But is, is there anything that, that looking back you would have changed that, that um, maybe people listening can, can make sure they don't repeat the same mistakes? Uh, I made loads of mistakes, <laughs> but I'm actually pleased <laughs> I made all of those mistakes. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think I would have changed anything because I'm quite happy with sort of how things have, how things have panned out. I think if I was to um, offer any advice, though, it would be to get mentorship and find people that have done this before. I know that there are a number of um, really good groups, like Meet Me to Mentor is one of those great groups yeah. where you can go on there and you can actually look for a mentor. And there are some fantastic people. I was ben- I, I, I was very lucky that I did get some quite good mentorship and still do have a number of mentors mm-hmm. uh, now. I think it's one of the biggest and easiest um like the, the roi on that is huge i mean we've yeah. got a mentorship program internally as well at gfk which again that's massive um massive benefit so so my advice would be go and find a mentor go and find three mentors yeah. um and and focus in on that and you can always change uh but have people that have done it before because that, there's going to reach a point in your career where you just don't know what to do next. Mm. Some people that takes them 10, 15 years to reach that point and they say, well, I don't know where to go. You need to have somebody that you can speak to in confidence that can help you. And if you don't have that, then the problem ends up compounding and getting a lot worse. You've um, put me in the best position possible, Jared, to uh, plug our, our free mentoring program. We we have at Alpha. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Come on, I'll pay. I'll pay you later, mate. Um, yeah, oh, we so, didn't even collude on that. <laughs> no, no, we, that was genuinely accident. But it's it's a perfect way to to, to end the episode as well. So we we have a program called Alpha Plus. Um, it's essentially Netflix for the UK software engineering community, um, where we have free training from um, engineering leaders from Google, from Amazon, from Microsoft, and and the best startups in in the country. Um, it's all completely free um, new content every single week you can watch it anywhere um, and obviously expert coaching from from the top tech leaders in the country um, there's no sign up required and it's currently being used by engineers from the BBC from Uber from Cambridge from Deloitte SpaceX and so on so if you want um, free access to, to Alpha Plus um, just go to, to welovealpha.com um, spelling that way and um, yeah you can get free access today for uh, for junior engineers and even seniors as well that might want to brush up the, the, their skills um, so thank you for the uh, the opportunity there Jared to, uh, <laughs> to mention that you're welcome uh, cool well, well thanks welcome. for coming on on the show mate been, been really really good to speak to you about about these things and I'm sure um, people uh, got something out of this I know I know I certainly did um, yeah so so thanks for thanks for coming on um, everybody should definitely go and check out your podcast if they're interested in, in more conversations like this um, and for those that have watched, um, if you're not already following, subscribing, et cetera, et cetera, check us out on Spotify. Um, we've got new episodes coming out every single week um, with, with the heads of engineering from some of the best companies across the country. So um, hopefully this was useful. Thank you very much, Jared, and uh, see you all next time. Imagine if you were able to hire the next Elon Musk, or if you got a job at Facebook back when it was just a startup. Well, these people and these opportunities, they are still out there, and we have access to them. 
access to all of them. At Alpha Technology, we specialise in software development recruitment across London and the UK. From React to Java to C Sharp and more, we represent the best front-end, back-end and full-stack engineers on the market. This includes top developers from Meta, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google and more. Our clients operate across AI, blockchain, VR, AR, fintech, edtech, healthtech and more. From startups to global enterprises and everything in between. But Alpha isn't just a recruitment agency. We are also a tech community. We host podcasts, run meetup events, and lead EDI initiatives, supporting women in technology, BAME individuals, and the tech for good ecosystem. So, if you're a company looking to hire software engineers, or if you're a developer open to new opportunities yourself, then we are here to help. Alpha Technology. Recruiting for the future.